chair looking at sheep in the ocean? Why do baby ch checkups count? You learn how your baby's growing and developing. <laughs> I've had my shoes and kicked in my bed Like I should Let me go We are the champions, my friends And we'll keep on fighting till the end We are the champions Welcome to an It's the League podcast. Uh, this is coming to you live from Carmel, California, where, yes, you may be able to hear sheep buying in the background as we, <laughs> and, and maybe a future goat buying That's right. as well. I love it. That We Are the Champions intro is for one of our guests today, Matt Reyes. I'm your host. Karen Loda. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Alexa Reyes. It's the wife is here as well. Coming live uh, from Lawrence Frank's wedding day. (laughs) Lawrence Frank is getting married today. And yes, Kevin currently tucking his pants in. He will not be joining us for the podcast. He he can say hello. Maybe. Maybe will you say hello, Kevin? Commissioner is here, currently with his pants still unzipped. Uh, We thought... And zipped. 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 Now that Kevin is fully dressed, we thought we'd uh, start off our... It's the draft week. It's it's almost the draft. It really is. That's it really is. Draft it, week starts tomorrow. It's the draft week. So we thought, why don't we all get together and maybe talk a little bit about the upcoming season, answer a question about each of the 12 owners and what they're looking for this season. And I guess it's only fair, given our intro music, that we start with Matt. Oh, man. Thank Matt, you. Thank back you. to back. Oh, it's one of the, it's one of the greatest achievements of my life, honestly. Yeah. Something I mean, I've, I've really strived for that... You know, kept me up at night for years, and and here we are. God damn it, I'm going for three. I'm excited. <laughs> Matt, you produced a baby human. I did, along with your wife. I did. It wasn't really me. I didn't do much. To be you honest. just you just pump one of those out. I, I mean, it was really her. I mean, yeah. I was just. I the child just, looks exactly like you. <laughs> I just do as I'm told, you know. But you know. And so now, now that you have this wonderful baby human, Ellie. This year, when you get the trophy, mm-hmm. you get to bring it home to your daughter. Yeah. What is that going to feel like, to bring it home to your daughter? You know, I sort of experienced this last year already, because we even have baby photos of her and the trophy. <laughs> so, it's really just an extension of that. I mean, that was a fantastic moment in my life and now it's like hey I just get to reassure her that this will never leave because I'm just going to keep on winning I mean that's the way I see it at least so I'm pretty excited about uh, the prospect of of taking more one year old photos with that and then two and then three and then four and then never letting it go just seeing how how she ages through the years with the trophy next to her you know it's like a milestone that's what I'll do I mean that's that's my goal that's my new goal it's like when pregnant women do the pictures of like 35 weeks and 36 weeks like you'll just be one-year-old with a trophy, two-year-old with a trophy, three-year-old with a trophy. That's, that's, the idea. that's my thought. Kevin and I went to college with this kid who uh, didn't play football until his freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. Went to De La Salle, which uh, historically won something like 100 games in a row. Uh-huh. 
So he never lost a game, and then he went undefeated his freshman season at Harvard. And then when he finally lost sophomore year, I don't think he knew what it meant to lose. Uh-huh. Is Ellie going to feel like that? Oh, no. She's not going to know what oh, it means God, like no. to lose? No, because, look, I, I totally appreciate how hard it is to win a championship, as should anyone in this mm-hmm. league. So I, I, won't, I won't pretend I'm invincible by any means, because I've had my ups and my downs, and I've been through, you know, so many things, so many journeys in this league of losing and being made fun of, but... At the end of the day, you know, you can't take it for granted, so you, you try to teach a good lesson. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. A little humility from yeah. the champ. Mm-hmm. Let's turn to It's the Wife. You have been one of the most dominant forces entertainment-wise in the league so far. Oh, no doubt about it. Starting, I mean, starting like that with that podcast we found from years ago, seven years ago, yeah. that podcast, when you laid it down, basically probably leading to the exit of Trent Knapp mm-hmm. and Daniel Thompson, forever now known as Thundercan. Oh, God. And Bye-bye. now Bye. you are here, ready to drop your latest rap, we hear. Uh, latest word is it will be out this week. Mm-hmm. It will. But it will let's ask the important question, which is, why is this the year that you will finally make the playoffs? You know, Karin, it's uh, 10.46 a.m., and I'm hungry. I'm eating a donut right now. I'm not hungry for food. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm hungry for a playoff spot. Mm, yeah, baby. Know that feeling. And I'm ready. I feel as though, you know, the past few years have, you know, you had to go through those growing pains in order to get to where you need to be. Good job. And, I um, agree. We did just decline a cloud for Marianne Reyes. Sorry, Marianne. <laughs> and I just feel like over the years, I've learned so much about what it means to be a league member in It's the League. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this shit isn't fucking easy. No. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, oh um, my God. Maybe back in the day when people didn't take it as serious. I mean, even in the beginning, people were super passionate about it. But I don't know what it is about in this day and age in the league. R.I.P. Mark Duarte, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy? I mean, there, we've... We've kicked out a few, well, we haven't kicked them out, but, you know, a few members have left us. Let's say they fizzled. Yeah, they, they fizzled. fizzled out. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like that word, fizzle. They fizzled, mm-hmm. for Limp, sure. Limp dicked out. Limp, Limp dicked out. Ooh, that's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like I want it, and I'm going to do it. This is the year. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Good. What jam What jam do you play going into a Sunday? Is it? Is it Justin? Is it Justin? Is it... Is it like R and B? Like, do you have a Sunday jam yet that you get pumped up with, right before you make your maybe Saturday before you make your fourth pickup? You know what it is, Karen. I would love to know. <laughs> you can't know. Oh, oh, like oh! Like oh you're learning from Matt. Matt doesn't tell his secrets. No, never again. And Alexa doesn't tell her secrets never now again. too. Well, let's get let's get to some of the other owners in the league. Um, I want to talk about Trent Bridges. Okay. Trent Bridges, along with Someone else who was the butt of the jokes, Matt, right. has been on an incredible run. Yeah. And he does not, famously does not use Basketball Monster. Famously. And somehow yet, he has found a way to compete year after year. I heard the word Trent Bridges, and I just have three words. Albert Farouk. <laughs> I mean it. Oh. So let's go Albert. to that. And how is it? How is it? Room. I love it. <laughs> how is it that it took Albert Farouk Amino to... Take Trent away from possibly another spot competing against you, Matt. Oh, yeah. For finals. I mean, what will it take for Trent to break through, not into the playoffs, which he has now done several times, but to get a title? Because he seems like he's knocking on the door, but not, not, 
Not like at the door. He's like almost knocking, but he can't reach the door. Trent is right there. He is really right there. Mm. Um, and I feel like, I mean, this year, I'm a little scared of Trent. I'm not going to lie. There are a few owners that, you know, when I, when I see them coming, I'm just, I'm worried. And mm-hmm. Trent's one of those. He's right there. That's the thing. Uh, I feel like he has all the bag of tricks that he needs in order to get to the next step. Mm-hmm. It's just there's a few things that were sometimes... He doesn't second-guess himself. I think he jumps too quickly. Mm-hmm. That's just my assessment. Mm-hmm. Where I think it was in the playoffs last year, there was a pickup made for a head of... What was it? Maybe Thursday or Friday against Kevin. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... Ah, who was it that he picked up? I think he was done with four pickups. Oh, no. Early too, right? I think he picked up Evan Turner. And he should have picked up Aminu. And that's where this whole Aminu thing started. Right. But I think he, I I like to say, blew your load too quickly. Or or Mm. what was it? Blow your wad too quickly, right? Yeah. He kind of spent that before letting it play out. And I think those are the little things that you need to fix in order to get yourself over the hump. So, I, I mean, you dealt with this, Matt. I've, I've dealt with this, and I think I dealt with it and I progressed again, which is how do you do that? Because part of blowing your wad too quickly, both in sex and in fantasy basketball, is right. like you, just, you just want it so bad. That's and, true. And Alexa, you can see the hunger. She mm-hmm. wants it. Yeah, don't blow your Ma- wad. Though. I've never blown what? my wad too quickly. <laughs> yeah. well, I've never had of, that might, experience. One of the many to... benefits of being it's the wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might need to kind of get yourself almost there. That makes sense. Oh, man. But how do, you, how do you balance that, right? And so when it comes to fantasy basketball, like, how do you keep that desire level so high so that you're ready to make pickups and ready to engage, like be ready to like spend some evening time or morning time making the right pickups, but not getting so excited that you're doing the wrong thing. Like me, dropping Tyreek Evans, who ends up being whatever, a top 30 player. I mean, if you know the answer to that question, I would love to hear it, but I feel like none of the owners have really found that sweet spot of not Mm. stressing the fuck out and knowing exactly what to do. There's no way. You're always going to second guess yourself. You're always going to you know, wonder. You're always going to check the stats of the guy that you almost picked fuck. up and fuck I always yourself, you know? Totally. like totally. It's, it's just what I, it is. That, that brings me to actually, I have to ask you about this, Matt. Championship Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, I'm forgetting the player, but there was someone you put in the lineup, took, took out, Quinn uh, put Quinn him back Cook. in. Quinn, Quinn Cook. Cook. Quinn won. Cook, Sunday, and, and he, he ended up winning you a title. Yeah. Walk us through that, because I was sitting there as that, Kevin and I mm-hmm. noticed you doing, that. doing this, pulling yeah. Quinn Cook. He's like, Kevin's like, oh, he pulled Quinn Cook, and then he was right back in. What went through your mind? Tell, tell that, us about that. That was one of the hardest moments of my fantasy life, <laughs> literally. I had pulled Chris Middleton and Paul Millsap earlier, which was just mm. awful because mm. things were just sliding so fast. And you you thing, thought you had it. I mean, oh, you didn't want to say it out loud. Oh, I did. But you thought I you had, had it. it. But then all of a sudden, turnovers, field goal percentage, everything just slipped quickly. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was losing control. And you never really have control. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing you have to understand. It's just at that moment, I only had a few minutes left, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to lose by pulling someone. Right. I'm going to ride with what I got and let the chips fall where they may. And that was just a gamble that I had to make. I think it's it is crazy because we can all probably look back on moments of things where we figured out mm-hmm. in retrospect, oh, that was the right move. Like when I picked up Steve Novak and Daniel Thompson lost again. Absolutely. Who, I mean, Steve Novak had been 
the waiver wire hooker of the year. I mean, he oh, was totally. in. We were all in and out on Steve Novak. Oh, that, a that's lot. a great way to classify. All in and out. Yeah. And I wrote a, a tribute. I, I have to find it, but I wrote a tribute to Steve Novak to... You deserve one. To New York, the Jay-Z, Alicia Keys song. It was Novak, because he oh, won me a title. Man. You know, and Good for you. Who would have thought? I just... Daniel Thompson in the 10-day playoff blew his wad too early. Ah, oh, you can't do it. And I didn't. And I picked up Steve Novak. He hit, I think, five or six threes to win me the title. You know who blows his wad a lot? Michael Boyd. Michael Boyd. Just let let's, you know. Let's yeah, talk about all. Michael Boyd. Let's talk about Michael Boyd. He says he's not going to do the punt free throw build this year. Will he be able to avoid the temptation to do that punt free throw build again? Well, here's the thing. I'm, I mean, not to give away secrets or anything here, but <laughs> I've won back-to-back titles, so I feel fairly okay doing so. Did he settles? I don't believe that you should go into a draft thinking that you already have a strategy in place. Mm. You need to execute it as it comes to you. Exactly. So Michael should or should not be open to this free throw percentage uh, punt because it, it all depends who falls to him. If That's he gets right, if he gets LeBron, maybe he looks that way. If yeah. he gets mm-hmm. You know, Curry, why would you do fall, it? I mean, actually, Curry's a great free throw percentage punt, but that's a whole different story. But anyway, oh. he is. He really oh. is. Because he, his volume isn't as high as like mm-hmm. a Harden, right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Durant. But anyway, that's, a, you know, I digress. But however, I, I feel as if you need to let it come to you. So be my, my advice is be open-minded. And if Michael just continues to, I'm going to do this, it's not going to work. If he's, I'm going to punt free throws, I'm going to throw away four categories. That is dumb. That means your opponent is already up 4-0 on yeah, you. Yeah, that four, four punt is just not the thing you can do. Yeah. Two punt, maybe. Three punt, risky, but you could try. Yeah. Any Cody did it. Yeah. Cody did it better than anyone ever did. Punt three, win six hard, and he won a title wire to wire better than yeah, anyone did. I've ever seen. Yeah, he did. It was amazing. But challenging. I, I do actually mention Michael, who sadly will not be with us again in the draft. Let's Damn mention the man who we're, we're here to celebrate today, uh, Lawrence, I mean, Paul Sullivan. Paul Sullivan. Paul Sullivan's wife-to-be, wife within a few hours, mm-hmm. is going to let him, on their honeymoon, draft from New Zealand. Now, again, we're, we're reminiscing a lot. and I, I think back to my championship season when I spent a month in Australia, and being in the future, I got an advantage. I knew what people were going to do. Wow. Before they did it. Wow. So, could this be Paul's year? No. Could New Zealand? No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. But he's going to be in the future when he drafts. You want to know why? Why? Because you have to be somewhat active. You can't just... You can't just make two pickups all year and then coast into the playoffs. That's not how this goes anymore. No. Here's the thing. It's a marathon. This is not a sprint. You have to think long term, but you have to be planning, and you have to constantly put in a little bit of effort every mm-hmm. week. You have to be, you have to strategize long term. You can't set it and forget it. That's it. If he if he changes that, then maybe. Yeah. But so more Kama Sutra, less Kama Sutra. That's what Correct. you're saying? Oh, I love it. <laughs> All also, right. I don't think Amanda realizes how fucking long it takes to draft a <laughs> fantasy basketball team. <laughs> Paul's going to exit halfway so, through the draft. yeah, yeah. I'm sure, you That's know. That's true. We'll get six picks out of them. For sure. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. Let's talk about our next owner. Lexi, who do you want to go with next? Let's talk about uh, Mossy Butterflies. Oh, yeah. Mossy Jason, Butterflies. Jason Moss. Uh, what will he need to do to adapt now that he has 
only one first round pick again this year. We let him somehow. I don't get know Durant how the hell that happened. And Davis. Well, it was Michael Boyd's fault. We could blame Boyd. And to be fair, Michael offered the trade to all of us. He made that point several times. I do agree with that. But the fact that he got Durant and Davis, and of course, I had to pick eighth right after he got both those, and we won't discuss my mistake. But how how do you go back from that? I mean, you get to ride a lot of mistakes away. You get to like ride free in a lot of mistakes when you have two first round picks. They can carry you in a lot of weeks. So what does what does Moss need to do to stay relevant this year? He's, Moss has that passion. Yeah, he's on it. He's on it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those owners that is sneaky on it. Like he you, I don't really he, think he about Moss. That's true. And then, that's true. You know, and then he kicks your you ass. You have a matchup with him, and you're like, oh yeah. shit! Like, uh, yeah. He always wins yeah. points. Oh well, yeah. He always wins rebounds. three pointers. He will most likely uh, get Demar Derozan on his team again, mm-hmm. even as a spur, which is going to be different. Yeah, it's true. And and he does have that consistency. And weirdly, I think Trent Knapp was the only other person who tried to build like Jason did. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow that means that he might get to keep getting the players he wants, which is the other the tough thing for some of us. I think Alexa, Kevin, and I like a lot of the same players, which means it's hard for me to get those players every year. Somehow no one seems to like Jason's players as much as Jason does. Right. right. I feel like he's the closest one. To me, actually. You do I mean, think he's, that? He's, he's right there. He's, mm. He could win. Really? He could win. You would put him number two this season? Yeah. Over he, anyone else? The, oh, yeah, I would. Huh. Uh, That's interesting. The That's only nice. thing that he needs to do is... Over that, Kevin, your own brother, who was in the finals against you? Uh, I think he's right. I think he, they're pretty close. Okay, so Kevin three? Uh, Moss. It's hard, you, to, it's hard to... Never it's hard. underestimate the heart of a champion. <laughs> <laughs> a three-time champion. In case you couldn't hear that on the podcast, folks, that was Kevin telling you how you should underestimate him, even though he has the heart of a champion. <laughs> I love it. I love and it. with the flip of the bird, he's off. Yep. There you look goes. good, babe. There he goes. You look good. Uh, anywho, no, he's right there. I think just a little bit more um, draft prep. He needs to hear this and take heed right now. And Yeah, I'm not going to fucking send you a basketball monster spreadsheet <laughs> five minutes before the draft starts again, you dumbass. But I could get that deal. I should have got in on that last yeah. year. Uh-huh. So we were talking about one, two, three. And it makes me think about our league's Mount Rushmore. Uh-huh. I mean, ultimately, I think Cody and Kevin are locks. They have... Not only do they have three titles, they have strong runs. They have I, I, I don't know the stats, but I know they have regular season titles in there. Founding members of the league, I, I think it's pretty easy to put them up there. Yeah. Michael Boyd, given his recent losing streak, is maybe crumbling a little bit. The, his face His face is maybe not as well-defined right. on the Mount Rushmore. But most finals appearances ever. And still probably one of the most committed owners, despite some of his, uh, let's just say, handicaps. Uh, that he has to deal with. Well, okay. but but let's talk about the fourth. Okay. And I and I know you want to hear this, Matt, but I'm not to say it anyway. Jeff, with his opening three season run, had to be on that Mount Rushmore for a long time. I mean, oh, yeah. three Jeff and his prime, man. strong Jeff playoff and his runs, back to back titles. He was dominant. But let's just look at the facts. In the last three seasons, Matt has finished second, first, and first. The back-to-back is not a unique accomplishment of Jeff's anymore. And given the other lack of the other two-win members of the league, I I think it might be time to put Matt ahead of Jeff on the Mount Rushmore. So, with Jeff being face number five no longer on there, is there a future for him? 
Is it is it over? Like, no. are we seeing the end of the Jeff era? It's or, never over. Or what's going to bring him back? It's only over when it's over. I mean, he's got... All he's got to do is put in a little effort. It's the same as Paul. This is... He, he knows what to do. He just has to do it. It, it. It's called caring. It's called giving a shit. If you give a shit, you will be fine. Mm. He can get back in it. He just... He's, he's busy. Jeff. He wants to tell us about all of his cases. That's great. Congratulations. We love you. But time to time to step it up, man. It's been a while. As, Let's get it going. As a former and current league wife, Alexa, what do you think some of us, not me, of course, but others who have to deal with family balance, whether it's kids or wives or anything else, what, what needs to be done in order for Jeff or anyone else to, like, balance those obligations well. I mean, this is tough, Karin. Uh, I myself have my own nine-month-old baby yeah, sleeping in you the room do. next to us. Very, very cute He's sleeping baby. He's fucking adorable. But really, it's all I'm hearing is excuses. It's mm. We're all making excuses. Excuses, mad Everybody, lips. Everybody's got an excuse, you know? Mm-hmm. And literally, it would take five minutes out of your day to ensure that you have a full lineup of healthy fucking players. I like it. Mm. Jeff, I'm going to call you out right now. I don't know how many times you've held on to an injured player who will be out the entire rest of the year. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Check what your lineup, man. Check it. I mean, it's, it's a matter of five minutes while you're taking a shit. That's it. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Everyone shit. Oh, Everyone does that. How many Everyone lineup does. decisions and have I made on the shitter? And they all take their phones with them. And oh, crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, yes. So, Jeff, I just, I know that you have it in you. Just, I mean, we've seen The shit it. or the, the ability? Well, I mean, both, really. <laughs> just making sure. That's uh, making sure. Yeah. I just, I urge you to take that five-minute dump, and instead of checking Facebook, check your fantasy fucking lineup. Fair enough. Yeah, forget the Ducks, man. It's not their season. You don't have to pay attention to that. Spend that extra time on the league. Actually, talking about Paul and Jeff and effort, I, I do need to ask you, Matt. We were talking about this last night, an idea you have. Something that I actually had also proposed, but I don't know, I can't remember how well I proposed it to the league. Tell us about your concept of this survivor-ish league idea, well, just so we can all think I about like it. I like it. I mean, it's something we should at least entertain, maybe think about. Not sure we want to go to it right away. Um, but think about it. I mean, we want... We're in, we're, it's the league's going into our 16th season here. So this is, we got some history, we have some things to look back on, and we want to keep evolving and enjoy, you know, more champions, hopefully not, but, you know, just, this is important. It's important to be competitive. So how about if, if you get 12th place, you're out for a year, but you're still in the league? Mm-hmm. It's, I got it from the Bill Simmons podcast. He's in a football league where it's a survivor league where if you lose you get voted out for a year, something like that. And there's a 13th owner? And there's a 13th owner. Who comes, and that 13th owner comes in for that season. Right, but he could also stay in. Right. Because, you know, who, who knows who gets 12. So it's, the, the problem is, and, and the commissioner pointed this out when I directed an email to him about this, this proposition. <laughs> he said, I, I, don't appre- I don't like decentivizing, and that makes sense, because I think incentivizing mm-hmm. is better than decentivizing. Mm-hmm. So... Here's the thing. This is a call-out, obviously. If you haven't been participating, we're thinking about 12th place means, hey, you're out for a year. You don't manage a team. You still should come to the draft. You still should be a part of league activities because you have always been in the league. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're still part of the you know, the club, right? Part yeah. of the fraternity, oh, yeah. whatever you for want sure. to call it. But I don't know. We want to make we want to make things competitive. We want to incentivize you to come back too. So oh, that, that's my thought. 
I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm intrigued by it, to be honest with you. Um, I know everyone has an off year or two or three if you're a specific owner, but like... I don't know if you're talking about me, but I definitely feel that way. But continue. But you know, I mean, you still tried, right? It wasn't like you sat back on your laurels, made two pickups, and that's it. You give no, you're fighting tooth and nail. You give a lot of fucks. Maybe oh almost too many fucks. Fuck you, Kawhi Leonard. Let me just put that fucking out there. <laughs> Fuck you all the way to your Canadian home. I'd draft him this year, though. I don't care if you were present when Paul and Amanda were in New Orleans for the All-Star game by mistake. Which, by the way, greatest story ever. Hey, we booked a weekend in New Orleans. Charlotte passes some backwards-ass law about uh, being homosexual. And then... Paul and Amanda at the All-Star game by mistake. Not at the game, but they're in New Orleans and they see Kawhi Leonard. Oh. Fuck him and his Riverside ass. Anyway. Will he play more than eight games this year? <laughs> Definitely. He will only only so that he can convince LeBron that he's worth that, that free agent slot. That's something. I, I though, I, I have to think about, I was talking with a coworker the other day. What if Durant, I mean, Durant's shown he doesn't mind going to somewhere where there are already champions. Can yeah. you imagine LeBron and Durant on the same team? That would be terrible. Yeah, that I would, would think that terrible. too. It'd I be like be it'd be upset. like when you go play pickup basketball and it's like all the ex college players on one team. Durant right? would be an even bigger pussy than he is now. Like, but he's willing to be a pussy. Oh, he is proven. I, I that. can't stand it. Will I draft him if he falls? <laughs> Absolutely. However, I literally hate Kevin Durant. I think he's uh, such a bitch. He's a bitch. He, he, he really is. is a bitch. Yeah. Speaking of a man who is not at all a bitch, mm-hmm. Steven Rojas. Okay. Good man. Two someone, heart surgeries. Two, wow. two. two heart surgeries, and he puts in more effort than some of the aforementioned owners. True. Do you think it's time for him to go back to small ball? Last year, he kind of went with another version of that punt free throw build. And, um, you know, I don't think it, it wasn't bad for him, yeah. but it was hard to be consistent. And I think Steven himself said he kind of wished he had, he had gone differently. Mm-hmm. He's always been a fan of that small ball strategy. Is that, is that where he should go, Alexa? I believe that that's exactly what he'll do this year. I feel like that's his safe space, you know. It's what he knows. It's what he loves. It's what's comfortable and familiar. Mm-hmm. And we all have that, yeah. you know. Yeah, we do. And, I mean, we all have that with regards to certain players that we mm-hmm. like to target as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and Steven's definitely one of those owners that, you know, we see the same couple guys on his teams year That's right. after year. That's true. So I, I absolutely But Steven, don't, do not take Nikola Miritich in the first three rounds. That's it's not, true. It's not That's worth true. it. Not, not, no matter what. Yeah. I think he's been rejuvenated. From, oh, he's ready. From kind of an Steven off-season or, and a tough year personally. Rojas. So Rojas. I feel... I, I have no... Uh, no, he wants it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I know he's going to be fine. And I just had to put this out there. We all make sacrifices to, to travel to Vegas, but given what Steven's describing doing, driving out there for, for okay. just 24 hours, yeah, that like that it. makes me excited to be I in this league. I respect that. I'm appreciative of that. You know, it's really about the camaraderie and the whole experience, you know? It mm-hmm. is. Vegas is something special, and, and Rojas knows that. And you have a year's notice. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> we so, really, you have like ten years notice. Yeah, I mean, we we know. Yeah, so, it's gonna be that weekend until the NBA changes the schedule again. I mean, save we for know. your honeymoon. I think. I know, but can we just say like the rest of you bitches who don't have significant others or who aren't married yet? Can Fuck you. Just you. Not have your <laughs> wedding in October. Like oh, why? Yeah. I'm on board. Why are we doing? I'm that? on board. With that. I mean, really, at this point, just Cody and me and. I don't see either of us getting married soon, so I think we're safe for just, a while. Just say, hey, but not October, babe. Yeah. Not October. You're fine. Look, if I 
start to try to marry someone who does not understand my love of fantasy basketball, I'm going to say this right now. <laughs> Stop the fucking wedding. Oh. I give you permission. That's all funny. 11 of you. That's a dedicated man right Cause, now. Because yeah, even if she marries me the first time. I like it. It's going to be over once you realize how important this is to me. Good. I might hide it just for the early sex, but That's eventually true. she's going to figure important. it out, right? That's important. Fair it doesn't enough. matter how hot she is. Oh, man. Well, Karin, speaking of you and your early sex, uh, mm. do you think you need to pay for fan, uh, Basketball Monster? Oh, my to God. To this two-season Constellation bracket? Well, for the first time, I actually went to the Basketball Monster pricing page. Matt was pointing out to me that it's actually more expensive now. Yeah. I mean, 50 bucks is the, the cheapest now. And some of this is just straight math, right? I mean, I'm already going to pay, if we keep our league entry fee at 75, plus 50 bucks. If you're now, you're paying 125 bucks to win 650 versus... 75 to win 650, like, like from a pot odds perspective, like you're making things worse for yourself, right? You're investing more money to, to win the same amount. Mm-hmm. The question is whether it gives you enough of an edge. And given I haven't really used it, I guess I turn to the two of you. Like, I know that, Matt, you swear by it. Alexa, I know you use it as well. What, what do you two think? I think each owner uses it differently, you know? That's um, right. That's the right attitude. Yeah. You're right. I think even if all of us bought Basketball Monster, mm-hmm. none of our teams would look the same. No. That's uh, true. That, I think that's have... the mistake Trent Bridges has exactly. about Basketball Monster is that we exactly. all draft the same team. That's correct. Exactly. Everyone has a different strategy with fan, uh, with fantasy basketball, with basketball Monster. Mm-hmm. So I use uh, it the way I use it. I'm going to tell you how I use it. Mm. That's <laughs> great. Secrets. Well, it, the thing about it is... Everyone should have it because it helps you draft. I mean, it's that's a tool. That it's it helps you understand which direction you can go. So it doesn't. The rankings don't mean anything. You can rearrange them how you want to. That's the beauty of it. So literally, if something happens in a player that gets taken that you were counting on, you can rearrange if you want to punt a different way, and then a whole new set of players come up. So this is right. something that you should. We should all be using to you know, to try to beat each other. So this is, uh, obviously, you should be using it. I might. What, I mean, one thing I've been thinking about writing to Basketball Monster about, because I think they're missing an opportunity, they should do league subscriptions. I think it would be nicer if we know and we might be able to get 10 or 12 owners. To, we could obviously just like, get one and share it, but that's not nice because then we're all, like, seeing each other's information. They should sell league subscriptions because, again, having been in the tech world for a long time and doing subscription models, you're going to make more consistent money because if an owner drops out, they still have the league. And it would be nice for us. Maybe we all pay thirty-five a, month, a year Interesting. instead, and we can just do one import for the league. It can maybe import the transactions. And I think Basketball Monster has a business opportunity it's missing, mm-hmm. and that would you know that would improve that sort of pot odd scenario I was talking about. No, that's 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 a good point. One owner that I know for a fact uses Basketball Monster would be the lovely Stephen Boyd. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Why can't Stephen replicate his regular season success in the playoffs though? Mm. I have some thoughts about this. I I think you have to build slightly differently for the playoffs than you do for the regular season. And I don't mean you're trading your number one pick. What I think uh, you have to kind of... Steven drafts really well to have a consistent build to win week to week similar categories. Mm-hmm. I don't think yet, and maybe I'm mistaken, and Steven, you can correct me, but I don't think he's looking as much ahead to how many games do I get from my top three players in week one or week two. Uh, do, can I look six days ahead to pick up someone for the Tuesday or Thursday if I need to? I haven't seen that from Stephen Boyd yet. I don't think he knows the playoff moves. 
I think he knows how to construct a regular season roster, but it's sort of like, uh, I mean, you could pick a lot of NBA players, but anyone who, like, it's not that he doesn't have the intensity, he doesn't have the, the mindset for it yet. That's my take. I disagree with that, actually. I think Steven does look quite ahead. I know mm. um, during his bye week, he was making pickups for, you know, the next week. You know, he mm-hmm. definitely has... I think I think the problem, the issue that Stephen Boyd has is that he's in his head way too much. Mm. He's one of those owners mm. that overanalyzes it all mm. to the point of it not working. I mean, he did That's almost win a championship. Who was it that he pulled who cost him a championship Ooh, against I Kevin? I don't remember. He, if he had played one player, and Stephen will tell us I when he releases. I hear Stephen Boyd screaming the name of the player oh, It's right happening now. right now as he's listening Somewhere, to this. We can't hear it. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> when he... When he pulled out one player, he cost himself a title, and that's exactly it made, that's got to be it oh, then, yeah. right? I mean, he would have had a title in his rookie season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, Stephen will also tell you that it's because of injuries as well. He's been that is true. My point. He's he's I been like unlucky it. with that as well. So here's the thing, injuries. Great. Mm-hmm. This is what he's probably screaming right now. Yeah. I got injured. Right. But I used to scream that all the time. Oh. Yeah. But oh, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, it everyone gets injured. For sure. Everyone will have. A devastating injury, most likely. Or two. Yeah, Look at you two. last year. You lost Lynn. You lost Zinger. Yeah. Kevin Chris, Reyes lost Harden. Or Harden. Hayward. DeMarcus. Hayward and DeMarcus. Yeah. Mm. But you, you but have to. But they made the championship, you know, you the have, final. You have to have a backup plan. You That's have to, right. You have to think ahead beyond that. You have to look at it like, okay, that was going to happen. Yep. So how do I respond? So that's what that is. Luckily, mm-hmm. in my situation, Paul Millsap was sitting Just there. Just sitting there. And then I looked at it and I went, okay, he might be back within a month. This is at the all-star break. Just There's sitting not there. as many games going on. I can grab him to replace his stats. And it upped my steals, and I needed steals in the finals. Turned Paul Millsap out. has been a first-round player. Yeah, I mean. And he was just sitting there. Yeah. Love that guy. So it just, you know, you have to look at that. So it, you can't blame a loss on an injury. You yeah. cannot because everyone will have that opportunity to, you know, to bounce back from it. Injuries happen. That's just what it is. I do have a, a total random digression here, but I'm a big fan of the Woj pod, as I, I know yeah. Matt listens to it too. I went back and heard when, Ma, when Manu retired, I went back and listened to his interview with Manu. And Woj somehow managed to ask him about the testicular torsion injury mm-hmm. in the, like, best way possible. He just handles it so delicately, but he's basically asking him, like, how, are your how balls? the fuck did it feel when your balls got tied up? Oh, my God. Talk about an injury. Wow. Like, when you get mad because your fantasy player's injured, I mean, that would have been one of those situations where I would have been like, I am sorry, Manu, take all the time you need because <laughs> your balls being tied up and needing surgery to untwist them. Wow. That is, that is. I, I mean, not, I did not see us one, talking about that. One of our <laughs> league, one of our league members has has given birth to a human being, so I can't True. talk about pain relative to that. But from what I can imagine, that's got to be up there. <laughs> I think actually, it, have you had hemorrhoids though? Oh, damn! You know who I've has had, had hemorrhoids? You know who's I'm had hemorrhoids? Who's that? Kevin Reyes, <laughs> because he used to wipe <laughs> with baby wipes. Gross. Clorox wipes? No, Clorox my God, wipes? no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo! Talking about, talking about Speaking um, of Kevin. potty mouths, Cody. Oh, all right, we'll go to... We'll go uh, to you know, there's so many things we could talk about with Cody, uh, and I, I do think that he... Will he get Jim Hodden this I, year? I, 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 I really hope not, because Cody with James Harden is scary. He loves the beard. He, I mean, that's how he won his last... His well, last that's how I, I mean, he had the James Harden, Drummond, DeAndre Jordan build. He did the 6-3. He punted three categories as well as you ever could. But what I'm actually curious about, 
We all know Cody has a lot of ways he makes money. Mm-hmm. Poker. He is. I've never watched him play, but his results speak for themselves. Cody in the Vegas is unstoppable. Yeah. He is. He he is what Vegas was made for. Well, here's the thing. He's he's a gambler, right? So he that's how he does his his draft oh, and yeah. his season. He's the guy he that gambles picks up the on injury his draft, risk. And if his draft works that's out, true. he wins. If his draft doesn't work out, he pretty much folds. Right. So that's true. My, he has had one or two like kind of comeback seasons, but you're right. Mostly right. it's done yeah. day one. My advice for him would be to. You know, not fold so quickly if uh, mm. if things don't work out right away because this is a marathon. And hey, I you know he's a three time champion, great. But you know, gamblers win sometimes, and that that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. I think it's also he. I mean, Cody probably plays more leagues in all sports than a lot of us do, and I think he he is playing it like a gambler, where or an investor, where he's got his bets spread out. He's like, you know what, I'm gonna have to put a lot of energy to turn this team around, but it's gonna make me the same amount of money as this other league I'm in. I might as well True. put the energy. I don't know that for sure, but I, I do think Cody's just sort of thinking, where am I going to make my money this year? And if it's not, it's the league, he'll figure it out next season. I like it. That's smart, And that's though. not a terrible strategy, and yeah. I, I just hope Cody wins enough money this time in Vegas that he buys us all dinner again. Still one of the classiest moves a league member has made, and uh, oh, very much. Cody will always, <laughs> always love you for, for that. I think he paid for dinner with his league winning. He did. It wasn't he did. from he just dropped. poker tournament winning. That's true. That wasn't from poker. That was from... I just won, that was and nice. uh, yeah. was that was that also the two thousand? Was that the dinner when we were watching and Harden got? Oh, I guess did no, Harden got no. traded. That was after, that was before. That, that was, was before. Like I can't before. even remember anymore. Yeah, because yeah, I guess he already had Harden. Yeah, on the Rockets. Okay, so let's talk about Kevin. We've talked about Kevin and his unzipped pants. Damn, and his hemorrhoids. Sexy. <laughs> he he does manage to rock. A shape better than most people. A shape. A shape better than most people. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at there. I promise, Kevin, I don't really make those jokes anymore, That's so I'm funny. not going to. But Kevin made the finals last year after a tough, tough season. Yeah. I mean, he watched Gordon Hayward go down Within in like heap. eight minutes. Within eight minutes of the four. season. What, yeah. And what round are you drafting? Three? Three. Three, right? Yeah, devastating. But he, he turned it around to your point about recovering from injuries, having backup plans. Now... Was that last year the beginning of an, a new search for Kevin, who had missed playoff two seasons in a row? I know what that pain feels like. I know, all of us know what that pain feels like. I think when he was reminded of that, that definitely energized him. Mm. You I, know, I agree. I think also paternity leave mm-hmm. also helped him a little bit. Oh shit! He was he <laughs> was mean, like Luke in son, one hand, phone in the other hand. Having a son, man. Yeah. Having a child, not yeah. even a son. Motivates you. I mean, it just it. It stirs something inside you to become mm. a better person, a better version Not of breast yourself. Not breast milk, because yeah. breast milk stirs inside oh, you breast also. breast milk's fucking magical. Mm. That's another reason why I'm going to make the playoffs, because <laughs> I'm still breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically You think a it's for Luke, right it's now. not for Luke, it's for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I think, Kevin, yeah, I think there's an energy that's been stirred up in him now. Okay. Once mm. someone said, you know you haven't made the playoffs in a couple years. That was my fault. My bad, everyone. I, I, I reminded him that. that yeah. and he, he didn't believe me. He didn't believe me. He's like, no, it hasn't. Yeah, he did. Well, he turned it on he's... and he gave you a run for your money, Matt. Came down to mere Oh my shots. God. That's it. Greatest, one of the greatest won. Sundays in league history. Someday we will do a podcast with Matt and Kevin replaying oh. like minute by minute what was happening we, we got to find the like 
game recaps so we can like look at the time exact time. Thing with Kevin, he's the master of consistency. Like yes. in all things, not just fantasy <laughs> basketball, but in life. You mean marrying the girl who and, he uh, I learned from Tamara actually that when they were in high school before they dated, Alexa got up on stage and rapped to run for student class or class president? Oh yeah, freshman class president. And freshman class president. So this is this is way before they were dating. One year before. I mean, that's right. okay. Not in the scale of Kevin Alexa. Child Significant child years. Yeah. And Kevin apparently went up right after her and said, "That's going to be tough to top." I'm guessing he's topped you a few times since then. He's been on top a few times. <laughs> but Ayo. maybe not as much given my previous right. comments. But. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's back. Unfortunately for yeah, the rest of us, I kind of. Do I don't think he's gonna let he's this back go. For sure. I, yeah. and he's hearing, had his dry spell and it's over. And wants, hearing me he say he might not be number two just pissed him off even more. <laughs> he, so he's he's yeah. standing there right now in his rehearsal, yeah. planning his draft strategy. Paul doesn't know it right now. Amanda would be mad. Yeah, but uh, he's he's in his tux. Thinking about how he's gonna kick all our asses. Look, Kevin's been doing research. He's been listening to podcasts. He's been mock drafting. He's ready. Good. So we. I look yeah, forward we to can't, the challenge. We can't. We can't count that guy out. I agree with that. Pretty standard. Yeah. Pretty standard. I Folks, think we've hit all the all the owners. We have hit all the owners. We have hit some of the wives. Hopefully not did physically, we hit, but did we hey, you? once Brad Kavanaugh gets confirmed. We talk Maybe we can hit our wives, right? Okay. Oh, all right. We'll we'll leave the politics for later. Fair enough. I do think, I do want to touch on one final topic, which is, this is a Vegas draft, which may feature fewer owners. We we still have a chance at ten, but it's possible that at some points of the weekend we may be even down to eight. Mm-hmm. What do we, what do we do to keep Vegas alive? How do we make sure that Vegas is part of our future for as long as it's feasible? Somehow. Tell your wives that you will celebrate your anniversary on a different weekend from the draft. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's the hard, That's the whole thing. Like last year, San Diego was great. I love. I did love San Diego. It was fun. But so I think it's just. I mean, Vegas. It, it just makes it better that we hadn't been in a year, so it's time to go back. It makes sense. But mm-hmm. you know, if we keep doing different things and, and just keep everyone engaged. Uh, you know, th- this sh- shouldn't be a problem. But I would just urge everyone to just, look, you got a year's notice next year. Be there. Let's do it. Like, keep this alive. This is something that keeps us all together for years. And, you know, it's a fun thing to, you know, ha- take some pride in. So show Absolutely. up. It's just fun, yeah. I what, mean, what year of this is the league? What, this is this 16. is about 16? 16. I think we need to put... The 25-year draft on the calendar for everyone. Even if somehow, I think that time we should invite back all past owners. Yeah, if they alumni. Choose, alumni. Yeah, it should be an alumni, like, homecoming. Alumni, I think this is hopefully when Paul and Amanda will have put enough away into their Hawaii house that Fair we enough. will, in fact, host it there. Yeah, and that sounds great. I yeah. think I think the 25th draft, commit to that now. Like, we should all about 20? pick yeah. it out. 20? Yeah, I feel like is that not too soon? 20 is a nice yeah. round number. Yeah. Maybe 20. Maybe we all put that in our calendar now. And we just commit to it. We pick a place. We pick the weekend. No matter what happens. Hey, if we need to move back into September for one year so that everyone can be there, or we just need to figure out and negotiate with wives and babies and others, we need to have one 12-plus person draft where all the alumni comes back. I think 
That is going to be my call to action for all of us listening to this podcast today. That would be so interesting because there have been we some need to interesting owners that have come in and out. You know oh. what I'm saying? Oh, I'm just thinking back sure. to like the very beginning, you know? Oh, yeah. The Alfredos, the wow. Matt Shondex, the... I don't even know these people. That's yeah. how long ago that was. Yeah, yeah. Forget it. Let's just that's that's the before Karn era. Yeah, no, no, BK. no, no alumni. If you're out, you're out. <laughs> like, it, you well, let's what? just. I think I'm planning ahead in the hopes that, or in the possibility that, one of the twelve of us potentially is not still there. I think it has to be an open invite. We don't plan around them. Yeah, we can think about this for sure. But basically, more of the story is we definitely want to try and get all of the owners in one room at some point. We need twelve in the near least. future. We need 12 it's just, it's, somewhere. Yeah, we just got to do it. You got to somehow... It can happen. Yeah. You have to want it to happen. Yeah. That's the thing. So real quick, back on decentivizing in a survivor league. Like, that's something we could go to eventually if everyone wants to. But really, how great would it be if I didn't even have to think about that? Yeah. That's really what the whole point of it is. This is a call to action. That's to right. To everyone. Call to action. And with that, I'm going to remind us... We've been sitting here, according to our podcast tracker, for almost 45 minutes, Very and there are two babies waiting on these parents. I hopefully don't. Someone did ask me the other day if I have any babies, and then added if I, that I'm aware of, and I <laughs> thought that was an interesting question. I like it. I am not aware of any children that are waiting on me today, but I mean, Karin, we do want to... technically wanna... have, like, 32 kids, right? 32 kids. Yeah, actually, I have 80. Oh, okay. 80 of them, uh, who I did write a rap for this morning that uh, some of you may get to see in the future. So I like it. Uh, what I will say is thank you to Matt and Alexa for joining the sheep today for this podcast from Carmel, California. Thank you, sir. We, we, are we hope you enjoyed. Only six days away. No, seven. Seven days, exactly a week away from the draft. And I'm so fucking pumped. Uh. I might bail on my 80 kids for an hour just to get to Vegas a little bit earlier. I think and I hope... All of you who are driving will drive there as soon as possible because Matt's going to be up $700, $650 when yes. he gets to Vegas. Can't wait. That's going to be great. When with that, we will send you to our outro music. Thanks for listening today. <laughs>